0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a lot to go through today. Let's jump right into it. The the first big piece of news that we saw today was that Noah Sindergaard finalized a one-year deal with the LA Angels, a one-year, $21 million deal with the Angels pending physical. And this is a bit of a surprise. It's a bit of a surprise because many people, myself included, thought that Syndergaard would take the $18.4 million qualifying offer from the Mets because it didn't seem like he was likely to get a one-year deal for more than that amount of money. But apparently, you know, we were wrong to assume so. The Angels are giving him $21 million for one year. So he can pitch for his one year in L.A. and become a free agent again next year. And hopefully, get the multi year deal he's looking for. But this would be a year for him to prove that he's healthy coming off of Tommy John surgery and kind of reestablish his value. But he gets good money to do so. And as for the Angels, you know, they're looking for some good pitching, you know, short term good pitching. And that's exactly what they're getting here with cindergard. Don't have any kind of long term commitment. It's just one year. If it goes well, great. Maybe they can try to bring him back or whatever. If it doesn't go well, well, you know, it's just one season. They can wash their hands of it and move on. But, yeah, I mean, now the Mets, because they extended a qualifying offer to Syndergaard, they will receive draft pick compensation for his departure, and the Angels will sacrifice a second-round pick in next year's draft because they're signing Syndergaard. And, you know, they need help behind Shohei Otani. I mean their GM made it clear at the annual GM meetings that upgrading the starting pitching was going to be a top priority this offseason. That's what they're looking to do here. And hopefully Thor can be healthy and, and you know join Shohei. But you know, they have some other internal options that could be in the mix next year, guys like you know, Reed Detmars, Griffin Canning, Jaime Berea. But you know, those, those those are just some guys, right? You don't really know what you have behind Shohei and Thor. I guess you have, you know, Patrick Sandoval, who was who very good at some points this past year. But having a household name like Syndergaard is going to do much more one, uh, wonders for your rotation than some of these other guys that are already in Anaheim. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Um, I mean, Syndergaard has spent his entire Big League career with the Mets. Now he's gonna go to the other coast to Anaheim and see what he can do over there. But really it's just watching to see how he looks coming off of Tommy John. He made, you know, a brief appearance at the end of last this past season. I think he only threw two innings. But, you know, to see him get a full season under his belt is gonna be huge. And we'll see how that goes. In other news, the manager of the year. Awards have been announced for the National League. It is the Giants Gabe Kapler for the American League. It is the Rays Kevin Cash. They are named Managers of the Year. And Kevin Cash actually wins this in consecutive years. He won it last year as well. He's just the second manager in history to do it back to back years. I mean, this dude led a race team to 100 wins. And they only had a fraction of the pitching staff that they had in 2020. This is the 2020 race team that went to the World Series, remember? Well, they only had a fraction of that staff, and they still managed to win 100 games. And then for Gabe Kapler, I mean, he took a Giants team that virtually nobody picked to reach October. And then they ended up winning the most games in franchise history with 107. So well-deserved, very... Yeah, very well-deserved and you know, good to see for both these guys. And good job for them. I mean, they're they're going to be chasing that ultimate goal, which is winning a World Series. But they'll try again next year, even though they fell short this year. There are some rumors about, you know, some, you know, so we, we did see um, Syndergaard get off the block. Oh, by the way, actually, before I get into rumors, there was another player who was signed today. And that is Right-handed pitcher, Jose Barrios. Jose Barrios signed a seven-year extension with the Blue Jays. So, seven years, $131 million. Great stuff. I mean, that's a great deal for both Barrios and the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, seven-year deal. You're locking him down. You're keeping keeping him in Toronto. I mean, he's going to be able to opt out after the fifth year, but... The deal does have some, you know, limited no-trade protection. But a guy who's riding his prime, 27 years old, and he was set to hit free agency after the 2022 season, but now, you know, the Blue Jays have extended him. They're going to keep him for longer. It, It runs through 2028, which would be his age 34 season. So Jose Barrios, you know, very consistent player. That's what you get out of him. He's very consistent. Um I mean, yeah, he makes a lot of starts, you know, 30, 31, 32 plus starts every year. And he'll give you like a high threes ERA. That's the kind of pitcher he is. And, you know, pretty good strikeout rate, too. He 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 can rack up some punch outs, definitely. So, yeah, Jose Burrios, seven years, $131 million for the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, moving on to some rumors. So, there have been some rumors that the Yankees are interested in Matt Olson from the A's. So, they're definitely interested, according to a report, about the first baseman, Matt Olson. They reached out to Oakland to inquire about him. However, there haven't been detailed conversations about which players would be involved in a potential trade. But it's possible it could be. I mean, that's just the report, one reporter saying that it's possible that behind the scenes they could have... Maybe had some deeper conversations, but no, we won't really know. The Red Sox are rumored to be showing some interest in Javier Baez. So they're among many teams showing interest, interest in Javier Baez. And no, Javier had a good year this year. It was weird how it started, but he ended up finishing strong with the Mets. And yeah, I mean, his bat was very, very good that's going to help that's going to help his case. This this is offseason. I mean, Xander Bogarts is Boston's starting shortstop. But Bogey's defense is isn't isn't too hot right now. I mean, since the beginning of 2016, he's posted a minus 40 outs above average. In that same period, time period, Javi Baez is at plus 77. So, yeah, I mean, another possible reason that Boston might be hot um, might be eyeing Javi Baez is that Bogarts can opt out of his contract nef, next offseason. All indications are that he will, considering how underpaid he is compared to other shortstops. Uh, you know He's only making $20 million a year, so he'll likely opt out and get a much bigger deal next year. So if the Red Sox sign Baez, it could be an insurance policy if Bogey were to leave next year. But time will tell. Time will tell what actually happens there. So that's going to be it. That's going to do it. We're just going to leave it at that. We'll cover those those main points, but that'll do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.